Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News IRS, check tax withholdings now as the last quarter of 2020 begins. IR 2020-232, October 9th, 2020, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service today reminded tax uh, taxpayers that now is the perfect time to review their tax withholding and payments to avoid a surprise when filing next year. So the implication being the surprise could be that you owe money next year uh, when you file for 2020. Now, obviously, this year has been a very strange year, so you might want to do a dumb, another double check on the withholdings this year. It's been strange, one, because you've had the, the delay or extending of the due date for 2019. So many people may have filed 2019 later than they normally would have in this year. And therefore, they might have less time to kind of think about uh, their 2020 uh, withholdings because they filed so late in in the year for 2019. Also, of course, many people might have different jobs that they've been working in uh, 2020 or, or have had to switch jobs and whatnot. They might be picking up something like gig work or side jobs doing some business uh, type of work and getting that type of income on the side as well uh, during this time period. So because of those changes anytime there's going to be a change that that means you want to check even more in terms of have there been any changes that are going to result in penalties and interest so when you're thinking about making your payments of course you're trying to avoid penalties and interest so you would like to get a refund at the when you file for 2020 in 2021 but your major goal really is is to avoid penalties and interest and if you don't pay during the year then you, then you could be subject to basically the penalties and interest. So the IRS does have a tool that's kind of like a projector tool because usually you need kind of software to, to make to project out these types of changes. And they have a tool that, that's pretty pretty good. It's getting better that you can make nice projections and you can with, and you can estimate what your withholdings should be, what your payments should be. Um, so and, and again, if there's been major changes this year, then you probably want to make sure to, to do that to avoid penalties and interest. So an, an adjustment or two made now may boost take-home pay or allow taxpayers to pay more. There's a link here uh, in the last quarter of 2020 to avoid a surprise tax bill. So if you can pay it now, if you can basically make the payments at this point in time, then again, uh, if, if that could avoid, that can reduce the likelihood of you having to pay taxes when you file for 2020 in 2021 and again you can lower the penalties and entries possible possibly if any tax will be due so some things to consider that will affect taxes owed in 2020 uh, coronavirus tax relief tax help for taxpayers businesses tax exempt organizations and others including health plans affected by corona coronavirus so obviously that's going to have an impact so you got to think about okay what are the tax implications of these of these possible corona tax relief acts that have been taking place disasters such as wildfire fire and hurricanes there's a link to, to that as well uh, special tax law provisions may help taxpayers and businesses recover financially from the impact of a disaster especially when the federal government declares their location to be a major disaster area so if you have any disaster relief again what are the tax implications of that unemployment compensation there's a link to that here millions of americans got taxable unemployment compensation many of them for the first time taxes can be withheld from their benefits so unemployment tax what's the what's going to be the unemployment income or compensation what's going to be the tax effects of that typically you still have to include that in in incomes which it's going to increase the taxes but 
Uh, you could withhold, you could withhold as you do with W-2 income for the unemployment. Job loss, IRS publication 4128, tax impact of job loss. There's a link to that here. It explains how this unfortunate circumstance can create tax issues. So again, if there's a job loss, obviously if you have a W-2 job, they've been withholding wages during the year. They probably withheld too much because we have a progressive tax rate and so if you're if you were expecting to make like 50,000 in the year and then you you know you got laid off or something in the middle of the year then they've been withholding expecting you to make 50,000 when you only made like 20,000 which means your tax bracket is going to be lower which means that oftentimes that could be that they over withheld at that point so so you might be able to uh to to look into that but it, also if you had two jobs like if you if you got laid off of one job and you picked up another job, then that really complicates the calculation of the withholdings. So that's why the W-4 calculation got a little bit more complex. But you want to make sure that you, you're doing kind of an estimate. You need like an estimator tool then to kind of figure out what your withholdings are going to be when you have the combined of two jobs. And if you have multiple people in the household that have multiple jobs, then again, and you're filing, married filing joint. That'll be a, more of a complex situation, and again, you're gonna you basically need tax software to kind of figure out what the withholdings are gonna be and how you're gonna how you're gonna work that out. So workers moving into the gig economy due to uh, the pandemic, IRS issues uh, issues people earning income in the gig economy to consider quarterly estimated tax payments to stay current. So gig economy meaning if you're picking up some type of side job such as gigs, oftentimes like online or platforms, you know, working and picking up some, some side job, you're getting 1099 type of income. Whether you work at a W-2 income along with that, another job along with that, or if that's basically your full-time job at that point, then you'll typically have to file a form Schedule C uh, to, to report that income. You, need to you still need to report the income typically on a Schedule C. And because you have another income stream, again, that's going to complicate the tax calculation effect so if you don't have another job and you've moved completely to the gig economy or some other kind of business even, then, then you don't have any, any withholding capability. There's no employer to take the money out of your paycheck for you. And therefore, you're more likely not to pay the IRS. And then you're, then you're more likely to have a tax bill at the end of the year, including penalties and interest. So to avoid that, you need to make, be paying quarterly uh, on, on any income you have. And, and I know you don't know what the tax is because you haven't calculated the tax return until the end of the year because you don't know what the tax is yet because you know you're making the money during the year but you got to estimate that you're supposed to estimate that and then pay the irs quarterly <laughs> to avoid uh, the penalties and interest now if you have a w-2 income and say you've been picking up gig work this for a few months or the year here and you already have another w-2 income then you may want to figure out you know what you might owe based on the gig income and then instead of making quarterly payments, you adjust the withholdings at your other job. So even if you're working at the other job and you're not getting any money from them anymore because they're taking all of your money and giving it to the government to pay the taxes to cover not over the, only the wages there, but from your gig job, then that could be beneficial, especially if you have to increase the withholdings at the last quarter here, because uh, the la it means that if you pay them, if you paid in the last quarter, and you pay quarterly, they might still say that's late, right? They could still say, hey, we wanted to be paid every every quarter, and you you paid it all in, in the third and fourth quarter or something like that. If you if you were able to take the withholdings, generally the IRS may assume then 
that the withholdings are taken evenly throughout the year. You know, they might not go back and check, well, you took more withholdings at the end of the year than the beginning of the year. So you may be able to avoid uh, more penalties and interest if you're able to, to, if you have to take more out in the last quarter of the year, if you were to do so uh, with withholdings as opposed to making payments. And if you can't get withholdings, then you might want to just make, you want to make the payments so that the penalties and interest do not continue to accumulate. So life changes such as marriage or childbirth, getting married or having a child are just a couple of life events that can affect your refund or how much you owe. So any life changes like that, uh, childbirth, obviously you have another uh, dependent. So for taxes, then, you know, that's going to make be a, could be a major impact on the taxes. Marriage is going to be a major in impact on the taxes. Uh, once married, you don't typically have the option of filing single anymore. You, you have to file either married or married filing separate. Married filing separate is not the same as filing single. So you want to consider in your particular circumstance when getting married, uh, is it something that's going to have a tax benefit or a tax burden, right? It could be a benefit tax-wise. You could actually wind up better getting married tax-wise, or it could be a burden sometimes when it's a, it's a burden in terms of taxes. I mean, you know, you shouldn't base this whole decision on taxes, but I'm just saying in terms of taxes, then you would... Uh, like if you had a child tax credit or earned income credits, those are usually the things that kind of could cause problems uh, in terms of a tax, the tax benefit with regards uh, to marriage. And so you want to just basically, you know, keep those in mind and then and then do your tax estimator tool. Use your estimator tool to to calculate the changes that are going to be taking place here. So pay as you go. Taxes are generally paid through the year. There's a link to that here, whether from salary withholding quarterly estimated payments or a combination of both. So that's going to be the idea. Like it's 2020. Every time you get paid, the IRS wants part of their money like then. That's kind of like their idea, right? Like every time you get money, they, they want their money like right at that point. And so that you don't spend it or so. I don't know why. But in any case, and you might say, well, that's not really fair because how do I, I don't have any idea how much taxes I owe until the end of the year because the tax code's so complex that, I mean, it's a progressive tax system. I don't even know what tax bracket I am at the beginning, you know, I'd, and the IRS is like, yeah, but you have to estimate that and then just kind of estimate it and then try to overshoot it a little bit. So there's a refund so that we get our money like as you earn it throughout the year. And so that's why we have the withholdings for the for the employer wages. And that's why they want to get paid quarterly, even though you have no idea how much taxes you're actually going to owe at the end of the year, oftentimes when you're a small business. So, so, but that's going to be the idea. You got to do that in order to our objective, avoid penalties and interest. So about 70% of taxpayers, however, uh, over withhold their taxes every year, which typically results in a refund. The average refund in 2020 was, was well over 2,400. So again, they, they're kind of prepping that as if it's a good thing that you get a refund back. Uh, it's not, you know, you would like to not get a, it'd be best if you just were able to withheld the exact amount that you owe and you wouldn't have a refund or anything due, but it's too complex to do that. So that's why you shoot for a small refund to try to avoid uh, penalties. So taxpayers can pay electronically throughout the year online by phone or with mobile device and IRS to go app. There's a link to the IRS to go app here. They can choose an electronic payment option to schedule estimated tax payments. There's a link to that here and receive email notifications about their payments. Taxpayers can also visit irs.gov forward slash account. There's a link to that here to view their taxes owed payment history and key tax return information from their most recent tax return as originally filed. And if they owe one, they'll see details about their payments planned. 
So regarding refunds, IRS reminds people that there are many factors that affect the timing of a refund. There's a link to timing of a refund. The fastest way to get a tax refund is by filing electronically. So they're always going to be pushing to the file electronically now and choosing direct deposit. They would like you to use direct deposit, actually give them the banking information as opposed to them processing a check and mailing it out. IRS issues most refunds in less than 21 days, but it's possible it can take longer. Uh, tax withholding estimator. The IRS launched an improved tax withholding estimator tool. Here's the tool that you can use. It's basically a projection tool that can help project what your taxes will be, whether or not you will owe anything, and then whether or not you need to uh, change your withholding or payment strategy. And again, it's the end of the year, so if you need to change it, you got to change it now or or else, you know, penalties and entries could could, you know, wind up being higher on it. So last summer to make it easier for everyone to have the right amount of tax withheld during the year. This is especially important for anyone who faced an unexpected tax bill or penalty when they filed this year. So if you filed in 2019 and you owed taxes, then uh, the, the you might say, well, then I might if everything is the same in 2020, which is pr not very likely this year, I guess. But if everything's the same in 2020, then you would owe taxes again. And you'd want to. And if that's the case, that would be typically mean that you would want to increase your withholdings. Again, 2019 and 2020 are probably very different years for many people this time. So you're kind of <laughs> you're probably just kind of winging it in 2020 to figure out. Uh, you, you know, there's no real basis that you can you can look at. 2019 might not reflect 2020. But in any case, it's also an important step for those who made withholding adjustments in 2020 had a major life change or were adversely affected by the pandemic. The tool offers workers as well as uh, retirees, self-employed individuals and other taxpayers a more user-friendly step-by-step tool for effectively tailoring the amount of income tax they have withheld from wages and pension payments. The tax withholding estimator has several key features for ease of use, plain language throughout the tool to improve comprehensions, the ability for uh, to more effectively target at the time of filing either a tax due amount close to zero or a refund amount, a progress tracker to help users see how much more information they need to input, the ability to move back and forth through the steps, correct previous entries and skip questions that don't apply, uh, enhanced tips and links to help the users quickly determine if they qualify for various tax credits and deductions, self-employment tax for you for user who has self-employment income in addition to wages or pensions, automatic calculation of the taxable portion of any social security benefits. That's nice. That's actually kind of complicated. The mobile friendly uh, design. So, I mean, basically it's, it's kind of like a little tax software tool here. It's, it's getting, it's getting pretty getting better it's getting better to basically make these projections and these complex tax returns which usually you need software for so in addition uh the new tax withholding estimator makes it easier to enter wages and withholding for each job held by the taxpayer and their spouse as well as separately entering pensions and other sources of income at the end of the process the tool makes specific withholding recommendations for each job and each spouse and clearly explains what the taxpayer should do next for more information about taxes estimated taxes tax withholding see irs publication 505 tax withholding and estimated tax at irs.gov irs.gov the irs website there's a link to that here there'll be a link to this in the description